I pop my peas real hard. Like I, I, I pop them. They're percussive popping peas. Peter Pickle Poppered. What's that thing? Peter Popper pickled a pickled onion? No. Peter Parker. Peter. Peter P Piper Pir Peter. Peter Piper picked a Peter Piper. Peter Piper picked, picked a, a pickled, pickled pepper. pepper. Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. A peck of pickled peppers Peter Piper picked. If Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers, where's the peck of pickled pipers Peter Piper picked? Okay, now let me try this. Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. A peck of pickled peppers Peter Piper picked. If Peppa Pig picked a pickled peppers, Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig. That's how I did. Mm hmm. Which is about how I expected you to do, if I'm being honest. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Ride Home Podcast. My name is Abby. Hey, guys, it's Caitlin. We are very excited to be celebrating Halloween with you by doing a throwback horror movie episode. And it was really hard to pick this episode because there are very few truly classic horror movies that I haven't shown Caitlin yet mm -hmm. and I wanted it to be something that she has not seen mm -hmm. and when I thought of what probably the most famous horror movie that Caitlin has not seen I know for a fact that it is A Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. So I introduced her to that last night, and we are now recording from the comfort of our own home. Mm -hmm. Before we do the review of it, two little things. The first thing is, if you have not seen this movie and plan to, we will be discussing it in its entirety, so there will be spoilers. And then I just wanted to give a quick summary before we jumped in. In Wes Craven's classic slasher film, several Midwestern teenagers fall prey to Freddy Krueger, a disfigured midnight mangler who preys on the teenagers in their dreams, which in turn kills them in reality. After investigating the phenomenon, Nancy begins to suspect that a dark secret kept by her and her friend's parents may be the key to unraveling the mystery. But can Nancy and her boyfriend Glenn solve the puzzle before it's too late? First of all, I do know that this movie is supposed to take place in Ohio. There is a very funny aspect to that because there is a scene. Do you know the bridge scene where Glenn, a.k.a. Johnny Depp, is eating a hamburger? Mm -hmm. There's a giant palm tree behind yeah. him. Yeah. It is very clearly Southern California. Not Ohio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nothing about this nothing movie about is Nothing about this Ohio. says it's the Midwest. No. There's absolutely nothing about this movie that feels Midwest, looks Midwest. And I truly forgot that it was set in Ohio until yeah. I just read that. Uh-huh. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's weird. So this movie was obviously directed by Wes Craven, who this wasn't his first movie, but it was probably his biggest out of his originals mm -hmm. and then obviously a lot of people know him as the director of Scream. Sure. We both love Scream mm -hmm. and so you would think Wes Craven Scream that mm -hmm. it would just be an instantaneous like 
mm-hmm. you love a nightmare on elm street mm-hmm. however when i saw this movie in my early 20s i was very new to horror mm-hmm. and i was just kind of learning a shout out to my friend troy from college he basically introduced me to horror and he was showing me all of like the horror essentials mm-hmm. and it was just like every movie i loved it was just like rosemary's baby i loved it halloween i loved it friday the 13th i loved it mm-hmm. and then we got to this movie <laughs> And I just remember almost not taking it seriously. Like, Mm -hmm. I just was like, what on earth is this? Uh It really left a a horrible taste in my mouth to the Mm -hmm. point that I have only seen it once, maybe twice, because I just, like, refused. Uh I just absolutely hated the idea of even, like, revisiting it. And then this year, obviously, when I was trying to think of something to show you, I was like, you know what? It might be interesting to see if my Mm -hmm. opinions have changed, because I'm 32 now, and... It's been probably 10 years since I've seen it. Mm -hmm. And I was super curious to figure out where I stand now. So before we get into how I feel Mm -hmm. about rewatching it after all this time, Mm -hmm. what are your initial thoughts? So I'm like 50-50 on this one. Okay. There were parts of it that I thought, were absolutely ridiculous, like kind of how you felt the first time uh-huh. you watched it. But then there were parts of it that I also really enjoyed and appreciated. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, it's really hard not to compare it to Scream because it's just not Scream. Right. Like it just isn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> and like, I don't think I'll ever like this movie as much as I like Scream. It definitely because it is Wes Craven and you're thinking about, mm-hmm. you know, Scream and you're going into it with that attitude. I completely agree that Scream blows us away. Mm-hmm. I mean, he really developed into a much better storyteller, mm-hmm. writer, director, everything in that time. Just technical developments alone in like film obviously sets Scream apart. But removing that, if you made Scream at the same time as A Nightmare on Elm Street Mm -hmm. with the same script from Scream, Mm -hmm. I still think Scream is a better movie. Yeah, I agree. I will say I did not hate it as much this time. Okay. And I was pleasantly surprised that I was able to immerse myself into the story enough that there were some parts that were genuinely creepy and I mm-hmm. and I was like, "Ooh, like that was actually really cool." And especially yeah. for being made in the mid-80s, I was like, "Wow, that's really like they did a great job with that." Mm-hmm. Do I think though that this belongs in like the conversation of greatest horror movies of all time I still don't think it does Mm -mm. I mean Rotten Tomatoes 95% I mean people love this movie there is a lot of really interesting and original concepts in this movie that sets it very much apart from like a typical slasher however the rest of it is so sloppy Mm -hmm. that you can't just overlook how sloppy the rest of it is just because it's a very original killer and like mode of killing and that's my kind of issue with it Mm -hmm. because at its core the main concept of the movie is really cool yeah incredible concept like he had a great idea when he came like the the fact that this creepy ass dude with knives for fingers Mm -hmm. only exists when you fall asleep at night right but somehow actually kills you in Mm -hmm. real life. Like he only exists in your nightmares, but he 
somehow is able to life. kill you in real life. Yeah. Insane. I love, I'm obsessed with that concept for right. a movie. But it's just like you said, the execution of that concept mm-hmm. and all of the other stuff around that main point of the movie is so sloppy yeah there are some really special moments throughout Mm -hmm. i made a note of like the scenes that really grabbed me during this time around me too i again was i shit on it so much when i was in my early Mm -hmm. 20s that i didn't like appreciate the good scenes but when nancy is asleep in the bed and he comes down like pushes down yes. through the ceiling and is kind of like pushing through the drywall yes truly like terrifying mm-hmm. to look at and then we also have the claw coming up through the bathtub when nancy is taking a bath yeah, that's a cool shot it's a very cool shot the thing that this movie does the best is that like lead up like the build up Mm -hmm. i was gonna say like the creep factor Uh uh-huh and like kind of just giving you that unsettled kind of creepy feeling Mm -hmm. is honestly i think better than the kills themselves i actually completely agree with you i think that one of my issues currently and was one of my issues when i first saw this movie is that i don't necessarily find freddy krueger scary Literally, one of my notes is, why is Freddy a little bit funny? (laughs) Right. Which in later movies, they Mm -hmm. lean really, they lean into that. They like make him more of like a scary clown Uh almost, like, but just without like being painted up as a clown. Like they, they do play into his humor a little bit more. But I think what's off-putting about Mm -hmm. him in this movie is that, again, you have these really amazing shots where it's truly terrifying right after um johnny depp's character glenn dies where Mm -hmm. like the blood is pouring everywhere and it kind of reminds me of like the shining Mm -hmm. when the blood's like pouring out of the elevators and so like you have these really like iconic moments Mm -hmm. and these beautiful shots that are truly scary Mm -hmm. and then in the next scene you have freddy krueger like his little arms jutting out you know like his arms grow (laughs) yeah and just the way he talks is also inconsistent through it it's like sometimes he's this deep creepy voice and then other times he's a little he's like hey yeah (laughs) (laughs) he like pops out the one time what and i think the second Freddie is on screen I feel like I'm immediately pulled out of the story mm-hmm. I almost feel like this movie would be scarier if you never actually saw the killer oh yeah like you okay. see the the face leaning in you sure. see the claw coming out but if you never actually put a face to it Mm-hmm. I honestly think it would have been scary obviously you wouldn't have had a multi-movie franchise sure but I think Freddy is my issue. I kind of see that because, like you said, it does kind of detract from the scary elements. Because yeah. in my mind, like you were just describing, like all of those scenes that you said where it's like he's poking through the ceiling and he's like her, the claws like coming up between her legs in the bathtub and like mm-hmm. these really like horrifying things that are happening. 
And then like when it cuts back to reality or even in her their nightmares, they're literally just like rolling around on the ground, like tackling Freddie and he's tackling right. him. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Like every time someone dies, that mm-hmm. happens. And I'm just like that, the like rolling around on the ground, like wrestling, tackling scenes mm-hmm. were very not matching the rest of the rest of the tone i think that is the issue like if they just showed it like what was happening in real life and didn't show the nightmare part like Mm -hmm. i think that would almost play out better yeah i agree and i i think that you have this story too that he's Mm. this like prolific child serial killer Mm -hmm. so like the whole story behind him is that he has murdered like children Mm mm-hmm And then, you know, obviously the parents like banded together and like burned him to death because he got off on the technicality in Mm -hmm. court or something like that. And you have this horrific entity with this horrible and horrifying backstory and these really terrifying powers to Mm -hmm. be able to infiltrate your dreams and then have it, you know, be a reality in the physical world that you die that's so terrifying and then in the very next scene he's doing a jack sparrow run <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> like freddy krueger runs like yes. drunk jack sparrow yes and, and he's like floppy arms yes even though he has like the gross like makeup and there's a scene where mm-hmm. he like cuts his skin and there's maggots inside of him yeah there's certainly like a gross factor to him but that's not scary. But it's not like terror. No. Like it's not like a Michael Myers type thing where right. you like feel like he's evil. He is evil because of the stuff that he's doing. Because like you said, he's infiltrating your dreams. Right. But his like temperament isn't evil. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like not. That's the thing I think is like mm-hmm. his mannerisms aren't how he carries himself isn't mm-hmm. how he talks. Maybe he's just drunk. <laughs> Maybe he's Freddy's just a drunk. <laughs> drunk in his boiler room. It could explain a lot. Yeah. Honestly. Now, I think if this movie settled more into the cult classics or like the camp mm. classics, mm-hmm. I think it has a better place there. Mm-hmm. Um, And I feel like just that, again, what we were saying, like the originality of the idea right. and some of the execution, people probably are that's why we're putting it into a higher category of like true horror classics but i mean nancy's mom marge or marg i forget how they say she i mean hilarious but so bad horrible (laughs) and also i noticed the acting in general got worse as the movie went on like it started out it started out okay yeah i felt and then I guess really towards the end when it is primarily Nancy and her mom, uh-huh. their acting together was not great. Right. Like their scenes together, I was like, oh, it's a little cringe. Yeah. And they really missed a lot of opportunities for, you don't need like a ton of character development. Sure. For sure. Like the, you don't need to go crazy with it. But I feel like we didn't really get a sense of who anybody was Mm -hmm. the only thing that i can tell you really is that johnny depp's character is an athlete and the one guy is in a band yes that's it 
you don't know that much about Nancy minus like she has an alcoholic mom and like separated parents. Right. And none of the teenagers really have like super different personalities. It's just like they're all sort of like generic people. Right. And so I think one of my issues with it is that Nancy herself is our quote-unquote final girl Mm -hmm. and she doesn't really do anything for me no the only thing she did for me Uh was towards the end when she sets up all the home alone traps (laughs) for freddy krueger i was like is this home alone it really was a a home alone yeah like the thing she was like the little booby trap she was setting for freddy krueger i was like oh my god is this kevin like (laughs) i love it because in that moment we saw that she was like a little bit like creative like she Mm -hmm. had she had some like fight in her and she was thinking about how she could get him and pull him out into reality mm-hmm. but other than that she was just a girl yeah like who was in high school it was almost like her character was her actions mm-hmm. and it wasn't really like anything more than that no and i also think that they obviously missed an opportunity with johnny depp because he was probably one of the more natural actors in the whole thing and i feel like his character was just kind of like there yeah like he didn't really do much he didn't Mm. add that much but also the scenes that he was in he was a much more natural actor for sure honestly i felt like him and tina which is the other girl who originally she dies pretty quickly who also looks 35 tina looks like a whole pta mom yeah she maybe was retained a few times we're not (laughs) sure i felt like she was also a pretty good actress obviously we didn't get to see much of her Mm -hmm. um but what i did see of her i didn't hate i thought she was pretty natural yeah all of the adults were bad all every single all of the cops which speaking of adults you oh you made a good observation yes so the teacher Mm -hmm. in this movie which by the way i have to say that scene i did really like that scene where they're in class Mm -hmm. and nancy falls asleep and tina that was one of my favorite scenes Uh where tina's in the body bag and she just like appears next to her and then the body bag gets dragged through the halls yeah that That was was a a really cool scene that whole thing lots of cool shots just lots of cool fear and terror elements kind of in that but anyways the teacher in that scene is the paranormal expert in the insidious movies yeah yeah, the medium yes i'm sorry um in the insidious movies yeah which i love the insidious which you like recognized her right away you were just like (laughs) i was like i know who this person is immediately went to imdb and was like she's been in a horror movie Mm -hmm. like i know it which i'm sure you know super fans of the nightmare movies Uh probably like when she was on that they probably were like oh my god like it's her yeah but for us we were like oh it's the insidious lady (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's a medium from insidious yeah i'm assuming this was a very quickly shot production Mm. yeah i have a thought continue but i have a thought my thought to why it was very quickly shot is not just like a technical thing and like Mm. a storytelling thing it's because Nancy had the same pimple on her forehead the whole movie. <laughs> and so I was like, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> and they didn't really try to like, they hide did not it. cover it up. Also, why did they cast a final girl who's a mouth breather? I don't know. 
I can't. I'm. I'm not gonna hate on Nancy too much. I'm sorry. No, I'm like shitting on Nancy yeah, right now. I'm sorry, I just, Nance. I wanted it to be Tina. I felt like Nancy should have died, and Tina should have been the final girl. I know, but you have to keep in mind that in slasher movies, if you're a hoe, you get killed. Uh, so, I know. Oh, I know. I know. Anyways, I thought about the shortness, the quickness uh-huh. of the production. Was I felt like the sets looked very cheap. Yeah. I felt like there were certain shots even where you could see the sets kind of Mm. like see that it was a set. And I thought to myself, the original Halloween looked better than this movie. Oh, by far. And it was filmed years before. Right. Right. So you can't blame it on technology. You can't blame it on the times. Right. I think maybe it was perhaps just a budget issue or just a production design. I don't know. Yeah. I think it was almost like they went for creativity and flash and kind of forgot Mm -hmm. to just make like a pretty looking movie because Mm -hmm. like horror, most people don't think of horror as like the cinematography category of movies, but I think it is. Mm -hmm. I think horror for me has always been a master class of like framing and lighting and set design because that is half of what makes it scary. Mm -hmm. The shots that are so iconic from horror movies are iconic because they're thought through and developed and planned and lit perfectly and shot perfectly. Shot perfectly and... I feel like Wes and his team really wanted to push the limits and try new things, which Mm -hmm. was great. But in doing that, I think they spent all their time with those really like iconic parts and then like left the rest to just kind of sit. Yeah, I think they did too. Which I think also kind of contributes to some of the inconsistencies in the movie. You know? Yeah. What's also inconsistent is that in this movie you have all of these really innovative shots Mm -hmm. and these i mean they even like try their hand at like special effects that were like ahead of their time which obviously aren't great they're dated but you can still appreciate it sure but then like in that same breath you have them pulling a mannequin through the window at the end like when it's like nancy's mom and it's just a clear stiff mannequin yeah And it's like, they could have killed her in any other way, but they picked that one and they did it in a really cheap, ugly, humorous way. And that's how you're going to end the movie? It's not a bad movie and I no longer hate it. And I now appreciate so much of the originality, of Mm -hmm. the innovation, of the creativity. But in that same breath, 60% of it is creative and wonderful Mm -hmm. and all of those things I just said. And then the other 40% is just absolute trash that's why i said i'm 50 50 about this movie now i am really curious to revisit the other ones again they lean more into freddie as kind of like that like humor villain Mm -hmm. and i'm curious to see what i think of the rest of them especially like as they got bigger budgets Mm -hmm. and as they were able to expand upon that reality and all that right i do know a piece of trivia about this movie okay that it means that there would not have been a franchise. Okay. When Wes Craven wrote this movie, the movie ended after Nancy, quote unquote, kills him. Hmm. So the scene where she realizes Freddy basically feeds on your fear 
And if mm-hmm. you don't fear him anymore, he has no power over you. Mm-hmm. Which is very similar to um, Labyrinth. Yeah. You know the movie Labyrinth yeah. where she kind of realizes that she's like, you know, y- you have no power over me. Uh-huh. And that like taking her power back and that's how she defeats mm-hmm. Freddy. The movie originally was just going to end there. And then I don't know if it was like the studio or somebody was just like, well, if you end it there, there's, you know, there's no open ending so that we can possibly move into a franchise, which by this time we were franchising horror. Sure. And so I think they saw, again, this original concept and this... Mm -hmm very different villain i will say that even if i'm not a fan of freddy krueger he is very different and he's very distinct and Mm -hmm. recognizable and for fans of the movies i'm sure he was probably their favorite part sure but i think it really would have been a much more solid movie if they didn't have that stupid ending when his sweater is like the cover of the (laughs) convertible car stop (laughs) yes i was like oh my god like i like the other way better yeah and obviously i haven't seen any of the other ones but i personally don't really care to see any of the other ones yeah i mean if they're on not watch it kind of thing but i'm not gonna like go seeking them out right i do have a question for you Mm -hmm. why was nancy's hair turning gray Wait, was it? Yeah. I did not even notice that. I don't know why I didn't notice that, but I did notice that. There was like a scene, I think, where they kind of talked about it or the mom mentioned it, I think. Uh Uh-huh. It was like Anna from Frozen, but like (laughs) not for that reason. I don't know if maybe they were going with like, she's so exhausted that her hair is turning gray kind of a thing because she hasn't slept in like four days. Yeah. But like, obviously your hair doesn't turn gray that fast. Should I Google this? Maybe. Maybe there's a reason. Nancy's hair goes from 80s brown waves to sleepy nest of fear-induced salt and pepper realness. Is that actually possible for one's hair to turn white with fright? Literally, no. That's not a thing. (laughs) So basically, it sounds like they're just trying to say that like she's... So terrified that her, her hair, hair goes is white. growing white. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know why I completely missed that. I just like it was subtle. I want to say because you know when she's in the hospital and they're monitoring her, or whatever, mm-hmm. she falls asleep for a little bit and then she sees Freddie and da da da. Uh huh. I think th- when she comes out of that is the first time that we see her hair turning gray because mm. I think either the doctor or the mom says something about it in that moment. Gotcha. Not e- And may not even say anything. The mom might have just like touched it or like been like your hair or like uh-huh. something, whatever drunk moms say. Drunk Marge. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I did not notice that. I think I was too busy looking at Johnny Depp in a crop top. <sighs> Who wasn't? Right? Yeah. Short circuit because Johnny Depp was in a crop top. I know. I, I just lost my composure there. Yeah. Speaking of losing your composure, I just have one other thing to say about uh-huh. this movie. The scene where the millipede uh. <laughs> comes out <laughs> of her mouth. Uh-huh will haunt me for the rest of my life that really bothered you it really fucked me up so bugs are a trigger bugs are always a trigger so i feel like the maggot scene was probably awful the maggot scene was awful but it was just something about the mouth and it was brown and like we live in south carolina so there's like 
brown palmetto bugs here mm-hmm. which are these giant cockroach things that i that fly fucking hate and i think it looked a little too close to a palmetto but uh-huh. Uh-huh, where i was like Ew! you had some trauma response yeah i think so <laughs> <laughs> there was a time when i was little and i was sleeping and literally a palmetto bug landed on my pillow next to my oh, ear no and it was so loud that it woke me up like the sound the of thud. him flying and landing. They are huge. They're like freaking bats. I know. Like, it's terrifying. Talk about horror. Like <laughs> we live in horror. It's true. It's living in South Carolina is living in horror at all times. It's I a have, nightmare on freaking Elm Street. I'll I tell have, you what. I have seen some bugs that I cannot explain. That only exist in That nightmares. only exist here. And you'll Google them and they don't exist. South Carolina are they, is a Are the bugs Freddy Krueger? <laughs> it's possible. Dang. So wrapping it up, mm-hmm. what is your popcorn rating for this movie? I want to give it a medium. Is that what you think I want to give oh, it? Oh, I thought you were going to give it a small, actually. Well, I, I guess because w- you're 50-50. Yeah. That makes sense. So yeah. like, I want to give it a medium. Yeah. But I just don't know if I liked it enough to give it a medium. Mm -hmm. But then I feel like people are going to hate me if I give it a small. Because it seems, I mean, I'm still not over the fact that this has a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) I I truly do think that it is. Just because it's like in the genre of it being a classic. That and I think that it was pretty like groundbreaking. Um, Okay. So I guess like from that aspect, I understand it. But just as a whole just as a film yeah i think i'm gonna give it a small that's fine okay i gave it a small on my first viewing and what are you giving it now i'm giving it a medium now oh my god i (laughs) (laughs) it's like the grinch your heart grew three sizes yeah well just one size but it's okay but yeah i think for me i can now appreciate the parts of the movie that I think everybody else loves. Mm-hmm. Whereas before I was so turned off by everything else that You're I just dis- like hated I discredited sure. the rest of it. I am also giving it a medium because watching that did pique my interest in continuing and watching the okay. rest. Just to see again, like with technology development and higher budgets and you where know, it goes. I want to see where it goes. I want to see what they do with Freddy. Sure. I've seen bits and pieces of most of them but Mm -hmm. i haven't really done a watch through so with that being said it is a medium i understand why people love it i just think that 60 percent of me loved it and 40 percent of me like hated it Mm -hmm. and wes for sure grew a lot between then and scream sure did and i'll put it to you like this i'm happy that i've seen it so i can say like i've now seen it um, because it is such a classic and because so many people love it. Right. I don't know. I mean, at least like no, no regrets, but no regrets. Yeah. I will say that one hilarious thing is that at one point, <laughs> Caitlin was drifting off mm-hmm. and there was something so ironic about having to keep Caitlin awake to watch <laughs> a Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you have to try and keep me awake to watch any movie. Literally watch any movie. Yeah. But the irony that I was falling asleep during like a movie where if you fall asleep, you get killed. Yep. Really was kind of funny. Classic Caitlin. Classic <laughs> Caitlin for sure. <laughs> well, that does it for us. Thank you so much for joining us on this bonus throwback episode. 
I'm so sad to say that this will be the end of our spooky season month. Yeah, where are you okay? I am okay. Do you need to go to counseling? No. Okay. <laughs> I'll be all right. Okay. There, there is some horror still yet to come out this year. Sure. So I'll have some spooky stuff to, to cling on we to. We always have spooky stuff. We always have spooky things. I am excited to start moving specifically into like award season mm -hmm. and getting into the kind of meat and potato movies. Mm -hmm. And so our next review is going to be Kate Blanchett's new movie, Tar. I mm -hmm. hope I'm saying that correctly. I don't know if it's Tahar or something. Yeah, I don't know. Different. There's a accent on the A. Right. So we're very excited about that. Um, it's getting some good reviews mm -hmm. and I'm sure she's brilliant as we always. Love her. So that episode will come out next Friday and uh, I hope you guys have a fantastic weekend and a very happy Halloween. And thanks for joining us on the ride home.